0: You don't have to do nothing else? You want to go brush your teeth? You want to go do your makeup?
1: <laughs> she read my <laughs> She read Maybe my taking face. A little nap.
0: <laughs> Sheesh. What else do you have to do? <laughs> I need to breathe.
1: Oh my goodness. Just in case, not me. She just completely read my face. <laughs> I'm like, can't we please I'm like over here just take. Like, I just woke up from my nap okay okay yeah sure you don't want your- <laughs> yeah. to you okay. wash your face i you want to wash your face okay we're back by- <laughs>
0: I'm back and better than ever this is yeah. Bella Wolf oh <laughs> I can't stop
1: laughing <laughs> I miss a coquilla. this is Gaia Luna <laughs> and we're back at it again oh, I'm back at it again with the I <laughs> oh my god this episode this episode just gave me a woman crush Eden I want to be you you are like my womanhood um marriage mentor and I want to be you
0: she's awesome and we'll definitely get more into that as we get into that scene oh, where yes. she pops up
1: I know I have two two scenes I mean I love the episode I have two specific scenes that I'm just like I can't get over it I'll watch it a thousand times just those scenes I'll I'll be happy I yeah, don't have to watch a whole like, yeah they
0: definitely they um, I I like a lot of scenes in this episode but there's one that really hit home I I know i, I waterworks and all.
1: oh my god waterworks waterworks yeah it's a beautiful
0: scene i'm just anyways okay so let's start off with simon um in the beginning he starts getting like some sort of conviction because he's about to betray his people he, he's such a he's in a very tough boat <laughs>
1: no pen intended yeah, <laughs> so basically he's already at sea with the romans and he's ready like he's he's gonna be tried, but his conscience start creeping up him i think that's andrew his little voice is andrew in the back being like seriously seriously you're really yeah. gonna do this really 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 what about this what about you know like and I, episode three
0: i wonder if he was so calm Two. through it all because he kind of had this plan in the back of his mind
1: yeah i think he made up the plan right at, uh of the bat, but i just at Admire how he kept his together, his composure, his composure. Thank you, because I was gonna say (laughs) yes. (laughs) I was gonna curse. I'm trying, guys. You see, you see, I'm trying. But yeah, I think he. It was uh, the moment that they saw what was the name uh, that they call it, the fishing bobber, and that's the moment when he sees the initial behind the fishing bobber. And do you 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 think that? I just thought of this right now because you know how we say like the thingamabobber. that the name bobber? Yeah, ba- like, gr- <laughs> <laughs> Growing
0: up, whenever I, we don't know the name of things, we'll be like, "Give me the thingamabobber." The
1: thingamabobber, the thinga thinga bobber, thingamabobber, right? Like fishing bobber. Thinga Yeah, <laughs> a- that sounds like pinga, like bitmo. <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, okay, I'm not gonna say I what that means, blessed. and I'm so sorry. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Their kids listening to this show, I hope so. <laughs> I'm so sorry for Don't all the parents. <laughs> Continuing, he sees the.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, to day that I can't stop laughing. <laughs> that's good. The joy of the Lord. <laughs> so <Praise> when <laughs> when Simon says the initial on the fishing bobber, that's definitely when his conscience was like because I think ZBD and then ZBD and his two uh, children they're very close to Simon and Andrew I think they are the ones that on episode 2 on episode 2 that Andrew is like oh but him and him they look upon you more than their own father and he's like well they're stupid children you know when they have that conversation and I think that's when he realized oh like I think he was hoping it was not them but it was them so that's the moment when I think he just planned it out real quick and he said because he's looking around he's looking around and the boat gets stuck on the sand uh sandbar i think that is that they call him and they couldn't just keep going to look who it was mm-hmm.
0: and you see that the romans obviously they know that he they call him a sea rat in my hometown it's a desert and they'd like to go out to like superstition and the dunes and things like that and those people are called desert rats because they know it so well so i love that Ooh. he uses that term like sea rat because i was like oh that hits a little home right there
1: I didn't know that. That's good to know. And it's like,
0: So they knew. They knew I, he knew the sea perfectly.
1: Of course. It's, it's like, that's what you smell of, of it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm like, they are not stupid, but they're still questioning it because right. the men that they sent with Simon, they're not men of the sea. They don't know the sea. They mm-hmm. don't know the ocean. This is probably one of the few times that they've ever been on a boat so they gave him the benefit of a doubt just because the men that was with him or didn't know anything about that Galilee ocean period when they go into the are they in the bar yes when they're, they're talking, back in maybe? the bar they basically call uh cbd and um john and james right those are the two kids of cbd the, that yes. they are the apostles to eventually i thought you said cbd <laughs>
0: like wait, why are we talking about this right now? No. But now. Pronounced- Zebedee. Zebedee. Sorry,
1: Zebedee. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm sorry, was my fault. English is not my first language. That was my fault. <laughs> Zebedee. It was my fault too because I really did pronounce this CBD <laughs> I see it though i see the spelling in my head right, like, right? yeah that. okay okay so i was not so far from <laughs> zebedee that's where his children so they basically called him because simon realized like oh i i, I fucked up <laughs> he knows yeah He it's knows. monumental monumental monumental, (laughs) he's fuck up, so yeah, he goes with Andrew, and they're in the bar, and they're talking, and as Mm Zebedee, he is like, there is no way you can prove anything, and the out, of you coming here to ask for my help after you basically uh, throw us under be, the bus, throw us under yeah. yeah, betray them. So it was so funny because everything changes when he showed them the fishing bu- 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 I forgot the name again. The fishing, fishing baba, bobber. <laughs> bobber, I think it's bobber. It's bobber. <laughs> <laughs> fishing bobber. We're having trouble with this word. What am I doing? <laughs> Dude, the my brain after a nap should be better, not worse. <laughs> the fishing bobber with the initial, and he's like, oh, okay, I see what you mean now. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it very well because even at the beginning of the conversation when he tells him, like, he made a deal with the Romans, John and James were like, very defensive, like, oh, you never you didn't told us, like, that's a bad thing. <laughs> it's a mm-hmm. really bad thing. And then Zebedee, the dad, the father, he's like, whoa, chill out. You see his ear is caught. He definitely did something right, so let's hear this. So when they see that what happened and why he got the cod, he's like, okay. So what's the plan that you have? And I love Andrew. He's like, because like, oh, so you want us to give another fleet? And Andrew's like, no, he's way stupider than that. And he's like, um, oh, no, I just want you to give us a so give me a one day's catch. He was like, uh, ah, ah. Are you crazy? Are you kidding me, dude? No, I I cannot take food out of my man's
0: mouth. (laughs) I really admire actually that Simon was letting them know what was going on and what he was doing. They could have completely been like, you know what? I don't even want to be your friend. Like you're ridiculous. Get out of my face. And they didn't do that. And the fact that he even came to them is to me is very brave because it's so hard to have those types of conversations. Like imagine me coming up to you and being like, so I'm about to betray you. So you need to help me. That's
1: awkward, you know? Yeah, and I'm definitely a better person now, yeah, because <laughs> another one will be like, friendship over <laughs> yeah
0: and <laughs> you know i really do like the part where one of the sons when he says that he's not going to betray them he said that he didn't turn them in actually not that he was gonna yeah he's them. like thank you yeah he says thank you and then the dad's like don't thank him i think we still do that nowadays where yeah. we focus more on the bad part instead of yeah he had this plan to betray them but in the end he didn't and i think that definitely deserves i'm not saying go worship him because he didn't betray you but i don't see the wrong and being thankful for someone doing the right thing. Yeah, because, because you're we calling him up for it. Encourage already. that. You know what? Yeah, you had those
1: bad thoughts, and you we were gonna do bad stuff,
0: but you didn't.
1: And that's awesome. Exactly. He see like, recognized, okay, so I see that what you did is bad, but I also see that something went wrong, depending on the point of view. From the point of view of the Romans, it went wrong. From the point of view of the Jews, it went well. Mm-hmm. And then he changed his mind. And we need to also remember, like, this is one of the reasons why I am not with the cancel culture, because people can change. You just need to give them the chance to change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all that is. And if you're not changing, what are you doing? You're supposed to change guys. Yeah. If you're supposed things, to change for the better. Yeah. Not if for you're the staying worse. the same while you're alive, I'm concerned. So yeah, basically like nothing comes out the way Simon thought it was going to come out. And they were like, we're not going to give you the ones they catch. You're going to have to figure it out yourself mm-hmm. because I'm not willing to take food out of my man's mouth. And that's it. Like no more conversation mm-hmm. in the conversation middle of over. this. After this, we do see um a scene where following this same situation, we see Quintus is like... <laughs> (laughs) No, I don't trust you I gave you this amount of time This might have been an accident It might have not But now I don't trust you So he sends Matthew
0: And that scene when he's talking to Matthew I find it so funny that He goes in alone His guard was scared
1: His guard was like I'm not gonna watch you die And the fact that They're that
0: afraid I mean he's a Roman He still has fear instilled in him So deeply I'm telling y'all Fear controls you Do not live based off of fear
1: Live out of love Love, yo matthew is really really brave because he's like mm-hmm. uh where is your centuring?" he's like well he didn't want it. He's like he thinks so, i'm gonna kill you and he's like Ah, eh, well yeah <laughs> something like that yeah. he knows that but he mm-hmm. matthew doesn't seem afraid matthew right, is like well I'm, I'm here to do the right thing last time it went well so i don't see why this would
0: change <laughs> because logically it doesn't make sense for him to get killed exactly logically because I mean, they run they kill people
1: out of emotion not yeah. out of logic and matthew doesn't really know emotion mm-hmm. he i don't think he does I I think he knows emotion because he feels he sees it on people
0: but no because it's not logical for him whenever he saw his family having shabbat he
1: felt sad. oh true he feels true. emotion it's she just does feel emotion
0: he thinks more logically than emotionally however he does oh experience yeah emotions, that makes you know? sense that makes sense mm-hmm.
1: that's interesting i still Paras, you have my heart well your eyes have my heart <laughs> And the eyes are the window to the soul And so yeah I like it because there is a moment When Bella thought that it was sarcasm From Quintus but I really Didn't saw it that way when Quintus was Explaining to Matthew the way He sees Matthew basically Mm -hmm. your, your Brain is a machine and you're A very single minded person So anything else that I'm talking to you about is Beneath you Bella saw it as something sarcastic But I didn't I saw it as Quintus actually praising Matthew Matthew. Yeah. And I feel like at the end, the sarcasm comes. Se burla. He makes fun of him. When he's like, Do you have someone taking care of these tax posts? He's like, Yeah, my dog. (laughs) <laughs> and everybody starts laughing and I'm like that is just so cute that he trusts his dog like that so basically Matthew is just explaining in that scene how it would be a very impossible near impossible task since people don't like him and then Quintus thinks oh they're just they just envy him I it's like no they hate me like my entire people hate me why would you think they envy me they hate me and it's funny because his social grace just falls again when he's like I'm worse than a Roman he... Describing himself as worse than a Roman. You'll see, like, the guard right away about to kill him. It's like, ah. You guys were born Romans. I made this decision. That's mm-hmm. why I'm worse than you guys. And they were like, Oh, I get it now. But how egotistical of the Romans to be like, yeah. Oh, they're jealous. <laughs> yeah. That's still happening nowadays. Oh people God. that has like a lot of money and they just following, you know, they're following like they're money. Of
0: what, bro? It's like Dude, you're a disgusting human being inside. What do I need to be envious about? Yeah, I
1: mean, you, you seem miserable. Why would I envy what you have? <laughs> we need to stop praising these people that have money. Money and everything they talk about is wealth. Look deeper. Look deeper <laughs> than that. Social media no, is a, a liar. Lie. Honestly, like, stop being deceived by these people. These ain't real. These people are some of the most miserable people in the world. If money really gave you happiness, there wouldn't be so much, so many miserable wealthy people. There wouldn't be so many wealthy people committing suicide. So, yeah, and money comes and goes, but your character, who you choose to be is from deep within your soul that's literally eternal exactly so let that sink in and then let's move on (laughs) to the Pharisees Yes. Shmuel, I'm sorry. Shmuel, I
0: feel about Shmuel. If you guys have seen the anime Demon Slayer, where Nezuko kicks one of the first demons that they fight, she kicks his head and it flies off. This is what I picture when I look at Shmuel and I'm like, <laughs> off with his head!
1: Honestly, I just. I like can't, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> it, it just. Uh, God forgive us. he just forgive shmuel god (laughs) god help shmuel like help him uh so basically he calls a meeting between every pharisee and nicodemus because nicodemus would be the higher ranking pharisee in that place right now i find that interesting like he is talking about john the baptizer creepy Creepy John. john I love that they call him Creepy John. <laughs> Simon call him Creepy John yeah I haven't heard anybody else calling him creepy no, John just, just Simon. Simon yeah I like you know that's the first sarcastic joke Simon does that I like um, I love Simon <laughs> I know you do <laughs> I love him too up until he makes the corny jokes yeah. it's like oh, dude you messed that up for me so basically like, just, he's just complaining about John the Baptizer because John the Baptizer is talking about the processing of baptizing someone and taking away their sins mm-hmm. and he also John if you know John. John the Baptizer, oh, he doesn't like Pharisees. He doesn't like religious leaders. He does not. He really is against it. He Be- even goes as far as calling them snakes. And it's funny because when it, Shmuel is uh, saying like, he, oh, the worst part, he called us snakes. And then Nicodemus is like, <laughs> <He> no Vendido. <laughs> <laughs> El porcito. <laughs> <He's so vendido. laughs> so funny because Nicodemus came back, back. <laughs> and, and he's like did he says anything else it's like what can be worse than that yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah Shmuel, you are a snake <laughs> you are <laughs> and I can call you worse things yeah. but I'm trying to be a better person right <laughs> and he's also like did he says anything about miracles because obviously you know from the episode one you see Nicodemus having all of these doubts inside of him and after talking to Mary of Magdala he's like there is something more going on here way beyond us than what we're thinking there has to be something more than just rules and I love all those questions inside of Nicodemus' head so basically in that moment because Schmau is like no he didn't say anything about miracles or anything so he just goes it's funny because i feel like the whole time shmuel is so offended that his whole intention is like no, we need to get this man off the streets because one of the things that john the baptizer was also preaching about was we need to share clothing with people who doesn't have it we need to also be with the people and they call that populist so basically a populist is a person that is gonna has to do with politics it's like pretty much when a politician goes around and he agrees with with all the lacking things from minorities uh, we the people we the people who doesn't, who are not lower class people and they're like I see you I hear you I'm with you but they're really not that's not why John the baptizer is saying this is because mm-hmm. this is the law this is what God wants that has to do with like help and love thy neighbor it doesn't say help and love thy neighbor only if they're rich <laughs> or only if they are in the same social status as you it doesn't matter who they are what they believe in, what the color of their skin are, their social status, that doesn't matter. It's loving and helping them.
0: This is what pisses me off about people, yo, because it's one thing that we already have to deal with. St- Stupid-ass racism. But let's just say in this better world that we don't have racism. As people, we're still so troubled and ridiculous that we'll find anything. Any excuse. Anything. Oh, you're poor? Oh, no. I can't help you. I'm above you. Like... Oh, dude, even in our own race, we do that. It's oh, true. those are the poor
1: Mexicans. Oh, those are the fresitas. What? Yeah, that's fucked up. And it's true. I'm sorry, but racism is not only something that white people, it's not only them. There is racism everywhere and in every single community. So I'm sorry, but even like dark-skinned people are racist. Even Asians are racist mm-hmm. between their own people. Mm-hmm. You know, even like Latino were races between each other because for example i am a latina from the caribbean so we have in the caribbean that we deem latinos those are gonna be the dominicans and the cubans and in puerto rico there is a lot of races not only between social classes and skin color but also towards dominicans and it happens a lot the same thing is gonna happen you know in san and south america it goes beyond you know i don't like you because of the color of your skin but sometimes it's because of where you're from and i'm sorry but it's true i even seen white angloxahan uh, is that the right term i don't know white gringos even like probably referring to a white mexican and it doesn't matter that that mexican is white Because they're from Mexico, they're still gonna be racist towards them. So racism is a very broad term, and it doesn't only have to do with the color of your skin, also with where you can be from, Mm -hmm. and that's messed up, guys. You know, I was watching the videos from. You're
0: talking about being prejudiced. There.
1: Well, I guess. Well, being prejudiced and racism, I think, is like they go hand hand in hand. They go hand in hand. But I
0: think racism focuses more on skin color, your ethnicity, yeah, and whatnot, and then prejudice would be more of like your environment how you grew up right gotcha
1: yeah that makes sense so um i was following like oh well i I am following him but also i was watching his videos and i love so I, i'm gonna buy one of those t-shirts and i love how he's like telling cancel culture like why are you canceling all of this why not cancel race and why not start calling everybody human race i'm with that so much because it's true we're all humans let's stop seeing in colors let's stop seeing in nationalities and let's Start seeing, like, hey, we're humans. Mm. <laughs> we're still human beings. Let's treat each other accordingly. Yeah. And I feel like that is how it should be. But, you know, sadly, a lot of people is not going to be behind that. A lot of people is not going to agree with that. And a lot of people is not going to like it. <sighs> Unfortunately. So, what comes after this? The Eden scene my Um, lovely lady oh yes oh before that I actually uh, wrote something here that I would love to say because I was mentioning how Nicodemus is having all of these questions before we pass to one of the two of my freaking favorite scenes i love so much how nicodemus is completely intrigued by john the baptizer i believe that this definitely has to do with the scene where nicodemus is in front of the tapestry on episode two where he is talking about the history and uh how the their religion the maccabees and their, well y- if you saw the episode you know what i'm talking about watch the episode watch the episode he's basically like who is oppressing our religious views as he's saying that he's looking at all of these other Pharisees that are on that Shabbat dinner. And then his wife is like and obviously his wife is part of like that comment because she's the one like I feel like she is so materialistic and it's great for you to be grateful about everything that God has given you. She's more like show offy. But she's showing off so but. much that she's not really mentioning God as she's showing all of this off and people are just like leaning towards what they can get instead of actually building up that relationship with God and I feel like the reason why he is so intrigued about John the Baptizer and you know all these miracles happening and what happened with Mary of Magdala I feel like this this is the reason why he's so intrigued he doesn't want to leave Caperna yet and he want to keep just like because all of this is happening in Caperna he cannot just leave and then be like uh, do his research Somewhere else, which is something that we see in another scene where he's talking to his wife, just like, You can you can continue your research uh in Jerusalem. And and he was like, No, this is a decision I just made. I'm not leaving yet. Because it's true. Right now, everything that's happening is happening in Caperna. He needs to stay there because his research needs to be done at things that are happening. And God is putting all of these questions in his head. If he leaves, then he's gonna miss all of the answers. And he does get the answers eventually. In another episode, sadly, it's not gonna be here yet, but I can. Not wait till we go to that.
0: You know, I don't really dislike her in that scene. After he's like, This is the decision I've made. Yeah. Exacto. accept. <laughs> Exacto. I actually that I very, like that. Because usually she she talks back a lot and, and yeah. not that i'm not saying that when a man tells you something you gotta be quiet what i'm saying is like just know when to speak bro like if things aren't coming out of your mouth that are like edifying or something that's gonna bring goodness or encouragement
1: shut up exactly you're just tired of that place and now you're bored because well there are no more dinners right. for you to you know but there she was like all right And I was like, good for you. Yeah, it was the first time where I was like, thank you, God. Because I didn't need to hear her voice anymore. I'm
0: like, bro, your husband (laughs) is seeking
1: the Lord. He is seeking the truth. (sighs) You should be doing the same. Correct. Moving on to... (laughs) Eden you are my new spirit animal I want to have that same strength and foundation that you have in your marriage I'm learning so much from you and thank you Dallas Jenkins for you know writing her this way thank you to this beautiful actress for interpreting her this way so let's go into the scene Simon and Eden. So Simon comes in and he sees Eden is crying and both of her brothers are there. Abraham and Jehoshaphat. And they are (laughs) so nice to Simon. I don't think I've seen them being so nice to Simon this whole time. But obviously it's because they need something from Simon right at this moment and they're like being very vague into why they're there and up until Eden tells him like her mom is sick basically they just she's already there but he doesn't know it yet he doesn't know it up until she coughed and he's like it's not a good time and then the brothers completely turned on him and Go is like oh you told me oh this is so selfish on you this and that and blah 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 and
0: oh. wait you know what I love about that scene I thought it was so funny mm. when I first watched it I started laughing cause I'm like dude in Spanish we're like hijo de tu You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's funny because that's what he's saying there. He's like, Simon, son of Jonah. Like Instead of son of a bee, he's like son of Jonah. Jonah. (laughs) And I thought that was hilarious because I'm like, dude, this is exactly how I'm gonna communicate. I'm gonna find out your parents' name and whenever you piss me off, I'm gonna be like son of Lilium like
1: yes um like that yeah word. it's true i didn't re- i didn't put that <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't put that together that <laughs> that hilarious word. yes i'm like i guess so, if i do- don't hear like the curse i don't okay i don't see it that way connect. Nah, it's i don't like but Eden's like, whoa, shut up. She mm-hmm. like legit puts both of her brothers in their place and she's like, if he says it's not a good time, it's not a good time. But then Simon goes like, thank you, baby, for defending me. She's like, whoa, the fact that it's not a good time for you, it doesn't mean that it's a bad time for me too. But that's so admirable that mm-hmm. she
0: stands up for her husband and demands respect for her husband. Yes. However, she's like, you still ain't right, baby. You do deserve respect. I understand that because we all deserve respect but the situation is i don't agree with you
1: so let's talk this out
0: respectfully
1: i just love how she just recognized every good thing about him but Mm -hmm. she also calls him off on his absolutely as you should yeah Completely. That's what a partnership should be. Exactly. Keeping each other accountable. And I love how he's like, you cannot control me. You just can't. If I want to take care of my ema, I'm going to take care of my Emma because then who am I? Mm-hmm. You know, she needs me and I'm not going to make her pay for your sins. And she also calls him off Um, him completely being Faithless. Wow, that part just like, I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. dude, where is your faith? And he goes, like, I need more than faith just to catch fish or something like that. And she was like, No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where have your faith been in all of this time? Cause it's not only today, it's been a while. You haven't seeked the Lord, you haven't gone to synagogue. I love her sarcasm because okay, he can be corny, but this woman she really got him in his place she goes on and she starts like oh simon popular simon always need to do everything by himself always trying to fix things by himself because he doesn't need help i felt personally attacked when she was saying that (laughs) <laughs> I love it so much, but I also did felt myself attacked because I'm like that too. Yes, I that don't is. know how to ask for help. Yeah. And I think that I can do it by myself. I have a lot of And one that. of the things that I've learned recently, you know, as I am building up my relationship with God, is like, you need to ask Him for help. Just pray and ask God for help because that's the whole point of Him being like, hey, I'm here, Talk yeah, and to And it me.
0: doesn't have to be in crazy situations where you feel like you're drowning it can literally be like all the time correct like
1: i love if they this feel frustrated
0: like lord help me figure this out like help yeah. me put organize my
1: thoughts so i'm not this frustrated help me understand exactly i love that there is a meme and also videos going around saying like something about when you need god or when you only need god and they're like <laughs> guys i need god even to go to Walmart. Timon. Thank you. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Dude, I get social anxiety. I literally need God to leave the house. I'll go to the gym and I'll start crying. And then I have to come back home because I can't handle it. I mean, my anxiety doesn't go to that point. But I need to stop. I need to stop listening to murder mystery programs and, oh, yeah. and stuff. Because I'm always like looking around me and like, I was like... You induce have the your ex- own panic. I Completely. <laughs> completely. <laughs> Like, I mean, I always have the same routine. I need to be careful with this. And I'm always looking around me. Do I see the same people all the time? Do I see the same cars all the time? I need to be careful. And I'm always playing, God, please. Dios, por favor, ponme tus manos. qué? Que no me vaya a pasar nada. Guárdame mm. tu gloria. I'm always bro. praying to him. Because, bro. Every time uh, I get on the freeway, me presino. No, well, that's another <laughs> one. Every time I'm going to drive, I just like do the cross signal. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, God, please help me. Because people like, in LA know, don't know how to freaking drive i don't need another accident i've already had three in the four or five years that i've been here i lost my car once and i'm like please god please protect this car protect me because wow yo la
0: drivers you guys someone crashed into my car the
1: car was heart praise the lord it was caught on camera Crazy, even the dude. license plate that and what a dent it hit the car so hard that you can see on the video the car moving like very abruptly like, diluted, like yeah like an earthquake and you're like what I'm like
0: who drives like that
1: you need god on every second and mainly segundos of your life guys it's not easy it's very dangerous out there
0: guys you need
1: god all the time this
0: is not the proper song but i said it's hot out here for a
1: pimp <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's yeah, hard uh, never right? heard that
1: song but that was funny what you've never seen hustle and flow no oh, that's probably not a good movie to watch but that's a movie it's a movie I thought it was a reality show it sounds like it's a, a movie reality show it's about a pimp with his hose of course <laughs> that's <why I'm> like <laughs> anyways <laughs> continuing I really love how she just like calls him off at the very end because he goes on and he actually tells like Eden I promise you it's not a woman it's not gambling it's like do you remember a few days ago when I told you I got this well I don't and this Cut is from a roman he doesn't go into detail with her and she really freaks out i love how at the end of everything she says like i'm not gonna make my emma pay for your sins even if you're not with me god is with me oh and that shot him up and then she goes on and she's like, Let's see if now God gets your attention. Like, dude.
0: She's very admirable because she's very respectful, but she's very firm. She understands completely. who she is. She basically she under- lo tira de la casa. She understands her purpose. Yeah. She understands her role as a wife, and she understands her role as a daughter. Yeah, completely. She's like,
1: I'm nothing if I can't help my email. And I feel like that's very beautiful. And at the end, she basically kicked him out of the house. She's like, I don't want you here, anyways. A lot of women forget that you also need to have self respect. Mm -hmm. not in a crazy way ladies. we need to learn how to communicate this is very important back home there used to be this politician I believe it was the first governor of the island he used to say the truth doesn't scream the truth convinces." I always found that saying very powerful and I think that's exactly what Eden did with Simon she calls him off she shuts him up and then she says like I don't want you here right now because I'm mad at you and you need to figure this out because you're not here with me right now for you the sky is falling but you're not seeking God either how are you gonna solve this situation you can't do it alone stop doing it by yourself ask God for help beautiful scene and then he goes outside he's all mad
0: (laughs) It's funny that it's such a great scene because they're arguing throughout the whole scene. It's so powerful.
1: Yeah, they don't scream at each other. (laughs) They listen to each other. Mm -hmm. They don't interrupt each other either. And they're not listening to respond.
0: They're listening to understand. Yeah, that's that's another important, Not just in your marriage, but when you're speaking to people, stop listening to respond, to say something better, to be smarter. Just listen to other people's hearts and try to understand where they're
1: coming from amen that is how it should be I feel like we're living in this um, era where everything feels like it's a competition who's better than who who has better pants than who this and that guys it's never been a competition I don't know who made it a competition if you're gonna compete with someone compete with the you from yesterday and be better than that exactly compete with yourself so moving on basically he goes outside and Andrew comes running trying to tell Simon that the Messiah is here and Simon is still so in his bullshit he's just so stressed out and so worried trying yeah. to
0: figure it out on his own mm-hmm. so he can't even believe that oh the, the Messiah, Messiah a is, joke. is here
1: yeah and then he's just like yeah I'm listening you're just not saying anything I'm like yeah he is he's just like so excited he doesn't like, even he's literally <laughs> telling you he's gonna fix this. Exactly. After that is over and Simon is like, go help me then because I can smell that her brothers are cooking. I'm like, wow, they must be amazing cooks. <laughs> 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 oh, horrible. I'm pretty sure it was really bad. It was like, no, they probably burn the food all the time. But I love that at least they're trying to cook. Man, trying to cook to help them with the emo. Oh, and I'm also really guessing sweet. Andrew is a really good cook. And Andrew goes without first seeing like because he first seen Matthew like because now Matthew is there and there is this moment where Matthew and Simon are talking which I love and I find very very important that you can see how logic like purely logic um matthew thinks and matthew is telling simon like you know you don't really have the three days you think you have you have 24 hours to solve this problem and he's like just entregate give yourself in don't waste your time but simon is stubborn and simon's like no tell quintus to come and get me off the ocean because i'd rather die doing what god made me to do and i'm like
0: and even though respect that. you see that Matthew is kind of seeing how unreasonable Simon is being mm-hmm. because he is so logical. My favorite part of that whole scene is when Simon's
1: like, oh, you know, a lot of fancy words, huh? He's yeah. kind of that's kind of like bullying him a little bit, no? Oh, of course. Simon and doesn't like him one bit. He ar- disrespect him completely.
0: But however, Matthew's reaction... When he responds, he literally lifts him up. He's like, I might know a lot of words, but you're the one. When you talk, people, people listen. listen. It's a talent. It's, oh, that's He's beautiful. there uplifting Simon. Completely. Right after he got bullied
1: by him. Yeah, Simon's like, you're, you're a little off. And he still doesn't. He's, he's still yeah. like,
0: dude, you have these talents. Like, what? You know? And I'm just... Oh, Paras, Patel.
1: Eres un pan de Dios. Paras. No wonder que te eligió. I wonder if you're like that I'm in glad real life chosen. because you're nailing it makes sense. this character so hard that I'm like, do you have that golden heart in real life too? I just wonder <laughs> because on that I'm for falling him. for you. Maybe your character, but I'm falling. Maybe he's your future husband. Maybe he's my future husband. <laughs> Who knows? Paras. <laughs> I mean, Gaya Luna de Patel doesn't sound <laughs> <come back. laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe I'm not. Am I? I mean, who knows? God, you decide... Anyways, moving on. The rest of the show goes with Simon fishing. But there is a moment before when you see what we were talking about, Nicodemus just talking to his wife because they're just having dinner together. And then the door knocks. This is very important. Not only because I finally,
0: finally
1: know the name of The Apprentice. (laughs) Because we've been calling him The Apprentice this whole time. But it's because I haven't heard or seen his name anywhere. And his name is Joseph however he's pronounced the thing is that I finally know his name so Joseph knocks on the door to tell Nicodemus that John the Baptist has been captured not because the higher ups approved of this because basically told the Romans that where to find him and Nicodemus didn't like this because you should never betray your people no matter what they're doing and I love how respectful and mindful of that Nicodemus is but Nicodemus is also like, hmm, thanks for telling me. He really wants to talk to John the Baptized creepy dad. like he wants to pick his brain he does tell joseph don't tell shmo anything about this i'm gonna talk to him because that's not okay i'm sorry but because you got offended that doesn't give you the right to go above all of the people that is above you and just turn someone into the romans which is your biggest enemy so now that i got that off my chest let's talk about simon because this part is already night, and simon is out trying to fish he catch nothing and i love this so much because i saw myself in his frustration absolutely 100 percent guys i've been frustrated to that point i just feel him that scene hits home hard mm-hmm. and he's basically Le está reprochando a Dios. he is just he's complaining he's complaining to god he's just looking at the negative because have in mind that there is a lot of positive things that came out of the descendants but he is so frustrated he cannot see the positive on any Anything. and I've been there to the point where I'm in such a dark place I don't even remember all the positive and beautiful things that has ever happened in my life because all you concentrate and all you see is the negative and he's frustrated going on and on and on and on and on on this screaming and I love because he's screaming and Matthew is like on the shore listening because you know he's he's being really loud and his dog gets like mm. and he's like yeah yeah even people bark <laughs> And I'm like, you see, you see, Matthew, you can be funny.
0: And I relate a lot to this scene because i felt this in the last two years of my life. I mean, I ended up getting a job and moving out of my hometown to San Diego. And I was like, okay, what are we doing now? Okay, this is cool. And then I get fired and I'm like, God, what's going on? And then I get another job and I move all the way to LA and then I get fired again. And I'm like, you take me out of my hometown to bring me to San Diego to fire me. Then you take me to LA to fire me again. <laughs> I, you know, like I felt so like, are you kidding me right now? It's just that waiting and having that patience because the Lord is always working. He oh, hears yeah. your cry 100%. But I saw myself so much in that because I literally felt that, like, you're just moving me here to fire me and then moving me here to fire me again. Like, we're going through this again. But at the same time, I was like, okay, God, you have a higher plan. You have a higher plan. I just have to remember that. But it's so difficult because you have these moments where you're just like, really, yeah. dude? Like, you're just you just start doubting here, 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 Him.
1: Mm -hmm. it sucks you know because it happens to me it's like my dad passed away when I was around 20 years old and then it was like years of depression and being on a dark place losing my faith and then I finally get out of Puerto Rico and I don't know why I went gringo on that I'm sorry guys Puerto Rico, and then I moved here to LA finally because I had a ba- I have a bachelor degree on film, and I wanted to be an actress. Not that I don't, if the opportunity comes, of course I'll get it. As but not Dallas, Dallas, <laughs> this one's for you, Dallas. This request goes out to you, Dallas. Oh, oh, I would so I would love like to, to have a an character the there. Back. That would, that would be chill. All I'm saying is that if I tan. I still look greek and white sorry um (laughs) moving on and then I move here and you know I go to castings and because I move here because I was signed by an agency I'm not gonna mention them because they did me a dirty and then you know things happen and I got dropped but I didn't got dropped because of not being talented I legit got dropped because they didn't want to hire a new agent just to take over and I've only been there for a year and of course those are the ones that are gonna drop all the ones that haven't worked in a specific amount of time all the newest ones because they're not willing to start off from scratch and plus these people had way more talents to work with and they couldn't just deal with double the amount of talents you know because it's too many people you can't help them all which i completely understand and i was like really? Oh, what? Are you kidding me? You know, but in those moments, I wasn't really frustrated and screaming at God because I was refusing to see God as God. Mm -hmm. I was just frustrated. I'm like, I cannot believe this is my life. Like, this is not, like, this is so unfair, this and that. And eventually I was just like, well, I guess whatever. And then I I met this beautiful lady here and now we're doing a podcast. Dallas, I'm down. I'm just saying, (laughs) I love that so much your show found us <laughs> you should your show found us and thanks to your show my faith came completely back thank you jesus to me god is good all the time and all the time god is good so yes i mean that scene really touched home because you know uh now i understand and every time i'm about to go to those places the first thing i remind myself is god's timing Is perfect. Mm -hmm. So why are you worried? If it's not the time now, then just pray for him to tell you what to do. How else you can you know better yourself to help guide you better so you can get to the next step and keep moving on. Also, just because you think you're ready doesn't mean you're ready. Oh yeah, I I, I've thought so (laughs) many times. I'm like I'm ready. I feel ready. And then something I'm like, oh you were right. I'm so sorry. I'm not ready. If you're being impatient about
0: it then when it's given to you how patient are you going to be in order exactly. to keep it and actually
1: cherish what you wanted exactly something that my dad used to tell me mientras más difícil mejor porque así lo sabes apreciar pero si te llega fácil no lo vas a saber apreciar de la misma manera así que ¿qué tú prefieres? que te lleguen las cosas fáciles no apreciar absolutamente nada entonces ¿qué pasa después? <sighs> I'll translate this for the listeners who don't understand Spanish. So basically, he's saying like, when things come easy, you won't appreciate them the same way. When things come harder, you tend to appreciate them better. And that's something that I tend to forget a lot. And I need to remind myself, I'm like, this is coming hard. If it's being this hard, it means that, wow, it's going to be worth it. And not only that, I'm going to appreciate it so much Mm -hmm. because the problem when things come very easy to you and you don't appreciate them, you are are never gonna feel fulfilled. You are never gonna, you're always gonna feel bored. Mm-hmm. Very easily bored. Very easily unimpressed. I'd rather have something that go, comes harder and I can work hard on it and later sit down, look back and be like, wow. It's a good feeling. It was worth it. Yeah, it's a great
0: feeling to work on something and then accomplish it. And Mm -hmm. it's very nice to be able to be like, yeah, I deserve this because I worked hard for this. I put in my time. I put in my mind. I put in, you know, whatever the physic
1: whatever you needed to do. Exactly. And then thank God for it. It's like thank you, God, because it's not only how hard it came and the appreciation part, but it's also every single thing that you learned along the way that made you a better person that made you who you are now. So you're not only like, wow, thank you, God, but also how I'm proud of myself. Yeah, that's a cool feeling, man. Oh, that feels amazing. Like when we uploaded that first episode. Yo. Wow. I don't care there are three listeners. There are three listeners, you know? People is listening. It feels amazing. It does. Because we appreciate you guys so much. Good lord, y'all don't know
0: how I'm trying to figure out how to edit because this is not my forte. We're only getting better, guys. So, We're only getting better. Well, <laughs> so when it's done, if yeah. Oh my gosh, I
1: literally put in hours, like oh, days. Because yes. not... she's the one that edits, guys. Um, this is not my area. I have zero patience for editing. It was my least favorite class in college. I dislike editing so much, and I'm like. <laughs> Thank you, God, for putting Bella in my path because am, she loves it. I'm just like, but shout, we're learning. Out, shout out to yfc
0: shout out to victor shout out to jeremiah i was there recording with you guys when i would host the sunday um, oh yes you told me that the sunday show i have been so blessed by all of them there's no way to show my gratitude because you guys really just you guys are amazing and i love you guys so much and i'm so happy that the lord put you in my life and i'm so happy that i was able to do that show because victor did teach me somewhat how to edit and now it's just coming in so clutch yo i mean i'm not perfect at it it, but at least I have some type of experience with it. So I'm yeah. willing to put more work into it and learn more. You see,
1: I don't know any of these people. And I am so grateful for <laughs> you. Because, <Yes. laughs> thank you for teaching Bella because you have no idea. Yeah. This is just not my area. So the Calvary comes in. Seventy, John and James, Andrew. And they, they come in and Simon is screaming all out. And they're like, whoa, who are you talking to? And he was like, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. <laughs> so annoyed and he goes like well apparently to no one <laughs> and i don't know if it's james or john that they're like you should be careful someone might think you lost your faith <laughs> i'm like yeah we are keep going at it that's god being yep. like really really like really? i'm here wow so i'm here and he was like how do you guys know where it was like eden she's not afraid to ask for help even if it's for you Aww. oh i fucking
0: I love Which her so much. You see, she sees her husband Completely. in need and she's like, Esteban, vosotros, like, is not going to ask for help because he's too proud.
1: So I'll do it for him. He's like, duerme con los peces hoy. But I'm going to make sure you're going to be like-
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, don't come home, but I'm going to send you some help. Exactly. So <laughs> don't she, she either, sends baby.
1: all the entire Calvary yeah. just goes in and they spend, guys, oh. rompen noche. The they night. just go on the entire night fishing, not one fish, and this is hilarious to me because when Zibidi comes in, it's like, well, yeah, someone said that you need a real fisherman. <laughs> Yeah, he's all <laughs> offending him. And they catch not one fish. And this is symbolic cuz it's something that we've talked before. I don't know if in, if on the podcast in past episodes, but Bella and I we have talked about this before on which God usually he will take you to the point on which you have no more Rock options. Bottom pure rock bottom and then he'll give you your miracle he'll give you what you needed because he also needs to remind you i'm here and everything you have is because of me praise me that's all and i think that's beautiful yeah and i feel like that's also something that it should be applied for us when we all have that person um sometimes a sibling that it just doesn't listen i'm like well i guess we're gonna have to go old testament god with you (laughs) we're gonna have to kick it old testament <sighs> and it's not easy and it's true sometimes if they don't listen because mm-hmm. so you can take the horse to the river water. yeah but you cannot make him drink water So yeah. let him let yeah. him see what they're doing wrong mm-hmm. they'll come crawling and be like oh, i'm sorry it's like are you ready now are you with me now I remember. Let's get to
0: work. I don't know if this is okay, but I remember when people would get me super frustrated, I would pray and I'd be like, "Lord, please just like change their hearts, just convict them. If they
1: need a hit rock bottom, let it happen, Lord." That's exactly what God did to me. When I thought that I couldn't sink any lower, I went even deeper. Then I was like, "Okay." And then he saves me. So praise God. Praise the Lord. Honestly, I appreciate that so much. I have never appreciated wasting in depression and in my stupidity 10 years of my life because I learned so much, I'm still learning and for the first time I feel free, lightweight and I feel like my brain is ready for anything. I feel like my my skin is finally as thick as it's needed to be and I know that it will still get thicker. But now I have a better, more positive, more beautiful view of the world. And I know God got me. Yeah. He got me.
0: You're right. As much as I truly do not like being bipolar, it's definitely something that has taught me a lot of humility. Because I experience a lot of, I'm bipolar too, so I experience a lot of depressive episodes. And in that, I've learned to be so much more compassionate. Like God has used it for his good, literally. Even though it's so exhausting, but it's definitely made me into a better version of myself through christ because if i didn't have the lord i would go cuckoo crazy like no and my mom always tells me you can get a big head sometimes so (laughs) maybe this isn't the worst and every time i get all frazzled about being bipolar the lord always gives me whether it's my mom saying it whether it's me reading it somewhere or some random telling me always always like this is your thorn in the flesh your weakness allows God's power to be perfect. Wait, there's a verse. Let me look for it. Let's look for it. I, I feel like, like, it I'm not I feel it like at
1: right. the end of the day, it still makes you strong. It makes you stronger because you learn how to use it on your favor, and you're only getting better. Mm-hmm. I've prayed. I have
0: spent hours on the floor crying, begging Jesus to please take this mental illness away like you have no idea how long I've spent like having these conversations with God every time this verse every time I hear this back he says it's 2nd Corinthians 12 9 but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me wow and that's because he had demons tormenting him and when he told god like take these away god was like my grace is sufficient for you no and it's hard to hear that bro yeah. especially when you're suffering and you're like god like i've had times where i'm like god i can i know i can serve you so much better if i wasn't sick i know i could wake up and so i could actually go out and speak to people and not get a social anxiety i can go do these
1: things for you if i just wasn't sick yeah but then how is people gonna relate to you maybe that's the reason why you need to. Like, it's hard, bro. So that but I get People that it. is going through the same thing as you, they can relate. But I have peace that
0: surpasses all understanding yeah. now. Where I'm, it's just something that I need to work through, and I need to work through it with God. He's the only yeah. one who's going to show me the exact things that I need to do because He knows me better than anyone and myself
1: yeah i feel that that is definitely has something to it's the same a reason why the apostles are such different people one from another mm-hmm. and they're from different uh social classes as well because it's a thing that you it's who you relate to the most absolutely and i feel that's the same thing that is happening to you right now he has a purpose for you and the reason why he's not curing away your bipolar disorder is because there is very specific group of people that are going to relate to uh, to you so hard and that's going to change not only your life but their lives and that's very important because how many people with bipolar disorder don't even think to seek the Lord? Mm-hmm. You know, how many people, how many of them commit suicide? Mm-hmm. How many of them just get completely lost or lose it or maybe go crazy air than normal and I don't want to use that word. I don't like that word. But, you know, um, they go beyond stop using their med and they lose their shit and kill someone it happens you know but while you are with the lord you are way more in control and i think that something beautiful is a gift even if sometimes it will not feel that way Mm -hmm. it is still a gift and i think that's the meaning and that's why that keeps coming up yeah it's something about being relatable because i feel like there is a lot of people out there. Me, that are Lord, lying. I don't
0: want to be this relatable. Like, don't like. I
1: already have enough daddy issues going on with my crap. You know,
0: like, there you like, go. Give me a break. <laughs> but I understand that. He's, yeah. He's never gonna give me anything that I cannot handle. Of course. And obviously, this is this is, this is interesting to handle. And I I try really hard.
1: Yeah, but I feel like you know because you haven't been medicated. Yeah, I haven't and wow you've been yeah i mean you will be again yeah but yeah, i'm surprised on how well you have managed yourself
0: and i think it's more because i still have my outburst yeah but i think it seems like i managed so well because i'm very self-aware yeah so i understand that it's not okay to do those things exactly. even though i do explode and those things happen but after i'm like yo i'm sorry this was not okay i'm working on it and i think that's the part where it exactly. seems like i'm doing a lot better
1: Yeah, and we're doing the research. Yeah. You're not alone. And
0: thank you. Thank you for helping me. Of course. I appreciate that.
1: All the time. I know how messed up it is when you don't ask for help. Because you haven't, you didn't ask me no, to research any of that. I never asked I just, I, for help. <laughs> here's the thing. I never ask anybody for help either. Yeah. But when I see someone like that, I'm like, I need to help them. Yeah. <laughs> when I care for someone, I yeah. do that. And I sent I send her a video, which I thought it was amazingly insightful. Because mm-hmm. Bella is not the only friend I have that have bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. She's not the first one. But she's the first one who, for some reason, there is always a problem. And she have not been able to get her medical insurance yet. <sighs> which is like, are you kidding? me right like come on it should be for free i didn't choose this (laughs) (laughs) thank you it should be Mm -hmm. it should be being healthy is expensive and is ridiculous i hate big pharma i feel like being healthy is a business they want to keep you sick so that they can keep making money that's it that's all I'm going to say about that.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, the pharmaceutical <laughs> business is not
1: the business. And
0: they're evil. <laughs> Just I mean, like yeah, you make a lot of entire, money, but who yeah. are you really helping? You're not really helping people. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Just like Hollywood and a lot of marketing out there. Mm-hmm. But, and No you know moving on sun comes out and they catch zero fish so um they're going back to port and Simon's like oh well because they were already planning about well you can hide on a merchant flea you can go yeah. to Egypt <laughs> they were like, expecting the Romans to be there waiting actually exactly they really did and when they look up uh, Zibidi's like oh this Romans is gone they couldn't even wait but then they realize no no that's not that's not romance. it's just regular people it's like oh I love Simon I love how faithful it does doesn't matter how much he messed up he's so faithful and he loves that woman so yeah. much deep within his Dude, soul god I... lord send me one like that
0: for real for real. but not too soon because i'm enjoying
1: my yes please, please 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 i'm not ready i'm but not yes, ready too yes, much drama we're, we're still good, working good on the podcast man. our business where you
0: at baby yeah. continue to develop because
1: i'm not, not ready <laughs> Not yet. I'm good for now. I like my f- Yeah, goodness. But one like that, but not yet. I still can't wait. I mean, my eggs are like, hey, now, but I'm like, no, bitch, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. So, yes, he's like, his first thought was... I have time to see Eden. Not only that, but <gasps> my heart in the boat when they're telling him, Oh, you can run away to Egypt. Yeah.
0: He literally says, Eden, Eden doesn't, doesn't like, like Egypt. Egypt. Oh, oh my God. God. he knows his woman. He knows so what she well. likes and she doesn't like. He loves That's her so good much. Man, he bro. knows
1: her. He's he loves her so much. He knows her. Guys, it's not about giving us gifts. It's not about the amount of time you spend with us. It's about the quality of the time you spend Mm -hmm. with us. It's about how much time do you really spend getting to know us right like that's really getting beautiful. to know like what is she like what is he like what doesn't
0: he like all Thank these you. things that's are, the
1: thing when we want to spend time with you is because we want to know you but we also want you to do the same thing as a woman when <sighs> a man
0: knows the things that you like or surprises oh you with things God. that you like it takes us over the moon literally
1: i'm so it's easy. Great. it's like bring me a cupcake or a donut and i'm happy <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my god honestly that's beautiful that's and great. then they had to make a joke about that too it's like yeah. well she can stay here and you can she can wait <laughs> for you like, to I send I her money so. <laughs> he's like oh, no. no
0: i'm not leaving my wife
1: he's like i'd rather let quintus yeah. just take it all on me and yeah. up until and whenever he's done with me he might let me get face i'm like wow he really does think about her and consider
0: her a lot of the time.
1: But yeah, they go to shore and they are putting everything away. And have in mind that at oldest, Matthew is still there. He's still on the shore. Watching. He's still washing Simon. Which is very important that he's there. is so important because of the way his brain works. There was no other way that he would have... We'll get to that in future episodes. But mm-hmm. I, everybody knows. I don't know why I feel like I'm spoiling stuff when, you know, the we already have a Bible. <laughs> Everybody knows. So I feel like this scene is very important because of how Matthew Brains works. Like, if he would have never seen what we're about to talk about, I don't think he would have ever just, like, not think twice before Mm -hmm. he actually followed Jesus. They're at shore and they're putting everything away. And there goes Andrew all emotional. He's such a dork. (laughs) He's such a a dork. dork. I think that's kind of cute, cute, though, that he's a dork. And he's like, Simon, that's That's the man. that's, That's the lamb. That's the Messiah, and he's so so funny because it's the cutest Jesus is like, Okay. Yeah. It's like I love the part where
0: where my favorite part is when (laughs) when he's like, Can I use your boat? And then Simon's just kind of like, uh, I gotta go, you know? Yeah.
1: (laughs) and And Andrew goes like, Yes,
0: please. Yeah, he's like, Yes, come on, thank you. He's like (laughs) thanking him for choosing them. Like, what
1: the fuck? I Are love you the part. kidding me? And he's like, I'm sorry, but I, I'm in a hurry. I need to go. And he's like, I know. I have something for you. He doesn't care. Simon says, no, Jesus just stand on the boat. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to stay yeah. here. Whether you like yeah. it or not. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I need you. I know you're going to change your mind Correct. after this. Because what I got for you. Mm-hmm. what it got for you is also for Matthew mm-hmm. so I mean both of you legit I feel like in that scene because when we're talking about it earlier I feel like remember that I told you that oh Jesus recruited in that one, one moment no he recruited five Matthew was there so Matthew Even though, mm, Simon John and James and Andrew but I mean obviously Matthew didn't go with them at that moment mm-hmm. but all Matthew was asked was waiting for is for Jesus to actually ask him mm-hmm. because he's hated by everybody yeah. he's not gonna be just like hey i'm gonna follow, uh, you. I'm, I'm gonna follow you too because mm-hmm. this was he's freaking very cool. reserved he's very reserved you know and he thinks differently and he probably needed also a little bit more time to analyze what, what happened because mm-hmm. it was impossible so basically jesus goes over an amazing parabola, uh parable and he asked Simon to give him one of the nets and he goes like well i guess my last teaching is gonna be about fishing right <laughs> i love that so much it's so like dad joke and such a great teacher at the same time Mm -hmm. i love it so he goes on and he asks simon instead of telling the parable he just like always asking questions to simon's like simon what happened when you throw this in the ocean and he's like uh and jesus like jesus knows he's like dude most of the time yeah (laughs) we're not talking about what happened last night we're talking about (laughs) most of the time and he's like it gathers and he tells it for a second time louder because he's like well it gathers like a little bit louder people need to hear you i love it because it's like putting him on the spot yeah he needed to be put in the yeah. spot because he was not being faithful and um he was like well it gathers and he's like exactly it gathers so what happens when you catch all of this fish so basically you sort the fish so that's what's gonna happen in heaven so they're gonna sort the fish so the bad fish gets thrown away into a fiery pit and that's exactly what's gonna happen at the end of times with every soul. That was so powerful. Yeah it was. It was very intense. It was. Literally I
0: feel <laughs> There's sometimes where God does really intense parables. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it sounds a little scary. And then there's times where He does such simple parables, but it's such a powerful message behind it.
1: Yeah, it's always powerful nonetheless. But I love it because one of the things He says a lot that I just, I love that He says that all the time. It's like, this will make sense to some, but not to others.
0: When he says that too, though, because sometimes I'll be, whether it's at church or I'll read something, and it doesn't necessarily make sense in that time, but then I'll be in another season of my life, and then I reread it, and I'm like, oh, this hits home. Like, this is crazy. How did I not relate to this before? How did I not understand? So it's also, he mentions patience.
1: Yes. He says that. Some of
0: you might not understand, but just be patient exactly
1: and I love it because Simon got that and he was the target in that moment Mm -hmm. he was definitely the target because I don't think maybe Matthew heard what Jesus was saying maybe not it's very interesting because I see like Simon's face in the back and I know most people didn't notice that because they were looking at Jesus well watch it again and see and look at Simon's face he knew what that meant Mm -hmm. and if you guys also didn't notice that all their two apostles and Mary of Magdala is in the crowd of students and a lot of women there too so everybody le- left and he's like because I have some business to attend with my new friend so he goes out and he tells Simon to throw the net have in mind guys this is very important because they catch zero they're, and then they're at the shore you never get that many fish in the shore and I know this because I grew up in an island it was very interesting because it was funny actually it was funny it was really funny he's like okay this whole time Jesus is not saying much he's just giving him instructions and every time simon puts excuses he just stares at simon he keeps giving simon instruction and simon's flustered. yeah he's just like ah, why do i need to do this like exactly but he still does it he still does it because jesus is like mm-hmm. so i like that because that's like latino parents when they t- <laughs> Here we go. when they give you an instruction and they, and they only give you one time the mm. second and the third is a look and you feel that in your oh bones. yeah so you're like okay mom i'm sorry I'm sorry, Dad. I'll do it now. And I think that's exactly what I saw in that scene. So Simon goes and throws it, and there was just a few seconds in which nothing happened. Simon looked at Jesus and was like, "Mm-hmm. You see, I was right. There is no fish. They're not saying anything." Jesus goes once like, "Mm-hmm," and then boom, the miracle happens. So much fish that they needed to get out of the boat because yeah. they almost sink the back into the yeah. ocean. It's very interesting because in that moment that Simon gets down and Andrew's like, "I told you, I told you so, I told you so." You see, I'm Andrew. I'm definitely Andrew. it, <laughs> and I'm Andrew. You see, that's why he, him and me we can never be I'm together. We're Simon two, this scene. Two, I'm definitely in Well, I'm Simon too, but you know, I'm also Andrew. It's like, I told you so. Yeah. I'm like that. I'm, I'm not Andrew in the scene at all. <laughs> I know you're not that kind of person, but, you know, sometimes I hate to repeat myself. And when I'm right, which is like 99.9% of the time with my family, I'm like, you see, I told you so. But you always know, you don't listen to me. And there you go again, doing the same mistake. Okay, you'll come back and you'll say, oh, yeah, you're right. And it's like, exactly. I was right. I'm always right. <laughs> no, I accept when I'm not. I actually accept and I'm humble when I'm not. It doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often, though. But I know how to accept it, you know? So he goes down and he starts like, Please depart from me. I'm a sinner. Why are you being so good to me? I don't deserve this. I lost my faith. And he's basically, you know, referring to his brother like, I didn't even want to listen. You came here, this and that. And Jesus is like, Don't worry. We're cool, man. We're cool. And he goes and he looks up, I'll do anything you want me to do. I love how when he's looking, Simon is looking up, he's like, I'll do anything anything instead of jesus staying out there he just got down to his level oh the metaphor there i love it so Mm -hmm. much down to his i was like follow me and those few seconds that simon is not saying anything it's not because he's thinking rather to follow him or not it's because it's like that easy really that easy that's all i have to do just follow you he's like yeah i mean of course that is yes you know and he keeps making his jokes and stuff and jesus is like do you understood the Because, yeah, Jesus is humored by his joke. But he's like, do you understand the parable I said? And of course, Simon understood. If you Mm -hmm. paid attention when he lowered his his head, it's because he knew what Mm -hmm. Jesus was talking about. And Jesus says, from now on, you guys are not going to be any more like fishermen. I'm going to make you fisher of men. And I'm going to have you gather every kind of men. And I'll sort them out later because I'm the Messiah.
0: That scene really hit me. I literally like I cried.
1: Oh, she was bawling. Yeah, she was bawling.
0: I, I cried in that scene because I really, really saw myself in Simon there where I've definitely been a backslider. And when I come back to God, I will literally just like I'm crying, praying on my knees and I feel the exact same. Like, I do not deserve you, God. Like, I don't deserve your mercy. I don't mm-hmm. deserve your grace. And there's times when I'm worshiping and I literally feel just how Jesus tells Simon, look at me, because when we we're in shame we look down and we're you know we're saying all these things and there's times where i am worshiping and i feel like the holy spirit tells me that and i'll like turn my head up because it, it's crazy it's different because in that moment that you lift your head up you understand that you're not deserving but christ makes you worthy yeah I him know what alone you mean. makes you worthy and you can stand up You know what I mean? And be courageous. Gives you strength. Yeah, you're like, you're solidified in him. It's a great, great feeling. And how you said, like, he comes down to our level. He's not like, you have to do this and 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 this to get to me. Like every other religion and every other cult out there that says that, well, you need to be a good person. What you need to give here. What you need to do this. No, God reaches down to you and meets you where you're at, whether that's in poverty or in riches You know what I mean? It doesn't matter where you're at. That's why he says all kinds of fish. All
1: kinds. I love that so much because there are all kinds of people. It's always been that way. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. We all come from the same God. It doesn't matter what you practice. It doesn't matter what you preach. We all come from the same God, from the same men. I mean... (sighs) One of the things that I've been very frustrated lately later, like the closer I get to God and I start seeing like all of this information just starts bombarding to me. It just makes me feel like what." <sighs> People is out there looking for proof when the proof is right under their noses. People go around looking for proof just to prove either if the Bible is true, if the Bible is fake, if this and that. And all of a sudden, all of this information, like I don't know when it was. I think it was just a few years back, maybe like a decade back. They were doing an excavation somewhere in the Middle Eastern or Africa. And they came across Preserved bones of giants. And in the Old Testament, it says that giants used to roam the earth. Yeah, they existed. They existed and people were like, that's impossible. And there you go, perfectly preserved. The only way bones can preserve that way if there was an actual flood, because when there is a cadaver out, there will be uh, animals, there will be birds just taking, and eating you and then the bones can scatter around, but they're perfectly preserved the same way that you have seen prehistoric animals with the food intact. In their bodies? How is that even possible? What happened to our
0: man, dude? We went from giants to.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, to yeah. hobbits, man. To
0: hobbits.
1: I don't know. I feel like that is wo- men. Those like- women
0: too are short.
1: <laughs> I feel like women are I'm getting taller, like, and men are getting men. <laughs> not the point, though. <laughs> yeah, not the point. I digress. <clears throat> Lord forgive her. <laughs> but she's not wrong either. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say. I feel like women are getting taller, like not yeah. in a big, you know, Maybe difference. we're not getting
0: taller. Maybe men are just getting shorter, Bro, so Would you
1: imagine... <laughs> I want a taller man. I mean, he doesn't have to be a giant, but ex- at, le- at least at least. Is that a thing for women me. though? Is that a woman thing where we are like we want tall men? Uh, it's just a society thing because I've seen women ver- perfectly happy married with you know shorter men. I don't mind marrying a short man. I just don't think that I'm okay with him being shorter than me. Same. I'm sorry, guys. You know, everybody. There is a little bit of everything for everybody, and I just prefer taller men. I mean, they don't sí. have to be six foot. See, sí, exactly. You know, because they can. Por favor, they can be, they can, de cinco, they can be at least at least minimum five, five inches taller than me damn that's still a lot bro <laughs> no it's not that would be like i'm five five that would be five ten that wouldn't be okay. like too much you know you're right like at least four or five inches taller than me when you see the difference is not doesn't make difference like how tall are you i'm five three and a half five four on a good day I'm five five and a half and five six on a good day, and it doesn't. You don't see the difference that much when we stand next to each other. I thought you were just I you thought were my we were height, the same height as exactly. Well. So it's not really a big difference. I just like you know I don't mind. I completely don't mind wearing high heels and being taller than my man. But if I'm in flats, I just don't wanna this be. My... I just don't wanna be.
0: I saw this one tweet one time that said something about like if you wear high heels and you're taller than your dude just pat his head like he's your son i ain't trying to pat no one's head like they're my son bro i've never heard that but that's (laughs) funny i would do it just to laugh i
1: would do it just to piss him off to get on his nerves i'm
0: not even trying to get put in that situation because i'll do it just
1: (laughs) it's funny you
0: know just for being just
1: just, i don't think they're gonna think it's
0: funny I don't think men well he better it. have a damn good sense of humor
1: because my sarcastic humor you need to have a good sense of humor yeah, to just deal with what mine what if
0: his like what if that was something he was bullied you know what I mean you just never know it's just you know just I don't know figure
1: it out I love you man if I'm with you just, I, if I'm with you you no, I chose you mandamelo bien por favor a man with a good sense of humor so <laughs> uno que me aguante <laughs> uno que me soporte The adventure i am <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly there you go oh, that's oh yes you see what happened <laughs> is that nobody i think i only have like one cousin one cousin that is not taller than me he's like my height everybody in my family is really 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 tall and I do feel honestly awkward if I'm dating a guy that that I'm just taller than him it's just not something that I'm used to but I've dated guys that are my same height I've dated guys Mm. that have been two inches taller than me that's fine I don't care you don't have to be a damn giant okay I don't care yeah (laughs) just taller than me doesn't matter how (laughs) tall (laughs) that's all I'm saying I'm not discriminating anybody I I find like if you you found love, <laughs> I'm not if you found love and you you, and you know your woman is taller than you that's love it doesn't matter you know having a relationship with God a relationship when both of you can put God first mm-hmm. you know like Eden, Eden and Simon I think they are the perfect relationship they're definitely my hashtag relationship goals forever I definitely will look up to have something like that and I don't want less than that if I'm putting God first you better put God first period I think the reason that I want to marry
0: a taller man is because I like the physicality of him being able to hug me and I'm like just this little ting in his arms. I like that idea. Like he's you protecting know, me. Aka. I'm like
1: a, I'm like a monkey. So, <laughs> I mean, he needs to be strong enough and to have a good height. So mm. I don't feel like I'm going to break him. Because if we're the same height, I feel like you can't really... I don't know. I just like that whole like, let me protect you. You like that panda
0: feel. Yeah yeah where I'm just like
1: oh, I'm I just like your- the panda feel
0: but I'm just your
1: woman I just I'm a monkey and I'm gonna be always like piggyback maybe that's a daddy issue thing though you know because I'm just you like know, oh I want to feel protected It's just that I, I think like it, it's not a daddy issue wanting to feel protected as a woman I think it's a natural instinct in my case it's just like I was spoiled that way okay my dad was six foot tall and I would run and jump to hug him yeah. and he was so tall that I needed to jump to hug him and I love that feeling mm-hmm. I just love it I love feeling like I'm a monkey okay <laughs> so he better be strong enough and he better have a strong back <laughs> that's all I'm
0: saying <laughs>
1: you hear that guy as future husband get that back strong boy Straight, be strong we digress yes <laughs> 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 oh, well that's the end honestly because not really... really uh there's two more things because that's the moment when matthew once they let oh leave, yes yes you're right matthew goes to uh Ze- zebity not cbd yeah, <laughs> to 70 and he's like that cash is worth a lot and he's like yeah i don't know if Zebedee says like oh it's a miracle i don't know why but he says something and then matthew's like it's impossible but not in a bad way he's like in awe. Mm-hmm. He's, like, curious. He's, like, whoa. like I think He's trying he's to calculate brain. it in his logical yes. brain that yes. it, does not, it doesn't calculate. It doesn't make sense. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It has to be a miracle. This man has to be the Messiah because that makes no sense. Right. I feel like it just made his brain tingle. And then we go to... I'm sorry, but I'm with Simon on this one when he calls John the baptizer Creepy John because... <laughs> This episode ends with Nicodemus going in to actually interview and talk with John the Baptizer. And I have to say, he looked creepy ass. He is definitely creepy John. And I love how John calls him off. Like, so you must be the big guy. And he look more scared than I do in here. Putin! <laughs> wow! I have to say, I love that he called him off. And it's true, Nicodemus is scared. And then he goes like, I want to talk to you about miracles <laughs> John the Baptizer. He smiles at that, make him look even more creepy. I get Simon on that one. I'm like, yeah, he's Creepy John, so we're gonna start calling him Creepy John. (laughs) Back at it again with Creepy John. And this is how the episode ends. What an episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. I (sighs) cried. So to finish and conclude this, Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We're still haven't done any tiktok so sorry about that. And if you guys have any story, if you guys have any testimonies that you would like to send us and for us to share, that's gonna be to our email. Or if you have any questions, you can ask us questions. That's fine. Or if we said something wrong, do you wanna correct us? You can do it to our emails. The at gmail.com. Everything is always gonna be linked in the comment box below mm-hmm. or in the section in the where you part. put that in the description part and have a great day a great week be blessed be with god yeah once again let's get this bread bread. (claps) adios